What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. This is KGB. What up? It's DJ EFN. Yo, what's good? This is Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. I'm always doing that to my daughter, to all these like, like dog and cat noises. <laughs> That's a good cat noise, though. It gives her, it, gives, it, it really brings a smile to her face. <laughs> today, today was a very good day for me, and not because. Well, here's the thing. Today I was on super duper daddy duty. Okay. But it has some twists to it, so. I had to stay with the little one through through the whole day. The other two went to school. But then after school is kind of where it could have got crazy <clears throat> because they had to go to uh, – so my kids do – it used to be called CCD, but it's basically like religious instruction because they go to public school. So um, they go to get their you know communion and confirmation and all that stuff. Wait, so, they make them do that in public school? No, no, they don't. So uh, we put them yeah. right. So because they go to oh, okay. typically okay. in Catholic school, that's just part of kind of like the curriculum, okay. so to speak. Um, so I have to put them in our local church in order for that to happen. So <clears throat> after school, they go and they they do that. So they get home from school, and they have like I don't know a half an hour before they have to be. I have to take them to to CCD. But the the thing is, this is their first time there. So I don't know who's going to what class or whatever. So I have to, like, coordinate everybody, all three of them, get them in the car, make sure they get their snacks and all this stuff, right? Put them in the car, get there. Boom, drop them off. Everything's nice and organized over there. So I just drop them off. I check the scene. Everything looks good. I bounce. But my daughter, my youngest, she's like, Dad, when you drop them off, you have to take me to the park. And I was like, if you behave today... That's our that was our deal, right? So she did everything by the book. Yo, this girl today shocked the shit out of me cuz normally she's looking for any opportunity not to listen, right? So if I tell her sit there and be still until like for instance I was taking a shower. I was like, "Yo, just sit on the bed, wait for me to get out of the shower." Normally, the room is upside down if I ever try to tell her that. Today, she sat on the bed, no device, nothing. She was just there just I don't know, imagining shit, I guess. And when I got out, I'm ask, I'm grilling her. I'm like, yo, what did you do? What did you touch? And I'm looking around just to make sure nothing's crazy. And, yo, 
quite a skept. Like she was perfectly fine. Everything was on the up and up. So I get, I, I drop all the kids off. Our, you know, our deal was great. So she did everything she was supposed to. Took it to the park. She didn't give me no problems in the park. If I if I if I have to leave, for instance, like we had to leave, it was like we were there for like twenty minutes. I was like, all right, it's time to go. She was like, okay. She said bye to her friends, and then we got in the car, and she didn't say a peep. So chaos could have been sued right there. Chaos could have been sued, not you know, with drop off at the freaking church. <clears throat> then I had to go pick her up, pick up the kids at the church. I'm thinking, all right, this is too good to be true because norm it, it doesn't work out this perfectly for me ever. And she's like, not while now. I was like, look, we, we got to go get them now. She's like, okay, it's all good. Let's go. We go. Drop off is like perfect. The kids came out as soon as I got there. Get in the car. We bounce to the crib. I get here right before the show. I'm like, all right. They never agree on what we're gonna eat. I was like, we're having tacos. They was like, yes. Unanimously, I was like, "Oh fuck!" So I go, I make the tacos before we get here, before we start the show. I left the meeting. I came downstairs. Not a motherfucking sound yet. So I'm having a drink. It, I, I know. E to you, you're probably like, "All right." Wait, I hear AK-47 rounds in the background. <laughs> go upstairs now. <laughs> Yo, you know how, you know how the unpredictability of, of a toddler, like. Especially a very creative toddler, right. I'm I'm always on my tippy toes with this kid because I don't know what the fuck is about to happen. And my wife's still not home. She probably just got home actually, and not yo everything has been knock on wood perfect so far. So do you ever, do you ever use the tactic of um, or letting any of your kids kind of choose for themselves like what they're gonna do when they have some free time instead of. Instead of us always kind of dictating, like, all right, you can you can watch you know a half hour of TV right now, and then you got to go do this, and then you got to go do that. Do you ever try the approach of, all right, you've got the rest of the afternoon, you know, what do you think is, you know, what do you think you want to do, and what do you think is is, you know, is is good I'm for sure you? I'm sure that's harder with multiple kids, though. I'm just wondering if you've ever tried it. We were, my wife and I were reading something the other day, and it was a tactic. Like I guess this woman was writing an article, and she was just getting harassed by uh, her daughter all the time. Mm-hmm. It was just like a constant struggle. So she tried to flip it and and put the uh, put some independence in the in in the kids' decisions, decision making, and she found that at least for her and her daughter that that seemed to it seemed to work out. I've I've never intentionally done it. Meaning like like in your case, right? You just said, "All right, you got this whole big ass block of time. You go figure out what you want to do." It's up to you, whatever you want to do. That's kind of what you're saying, right? In a sense, but it's also like, "All right, I mean, um, you facilitate it whatever they yeah, decide." Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, "All right, if you're asking for TV, all right, well, how much, you know, what do you want to how much time do you think you should spend right now oh, watching that?" God. And no. you know, the kid says an hour or 30 minutes or and you say okay well do you think that's a good do you think that's the smartest use of your time do you think that seems good and then what are you going to do afterwards since you know that's going to be your tv time right now what are you going to do after since you know you won't have any more tv time after that because you already used it right you know so it's you're working you're still you're still kind of 
create you're still in Guiding control them. of right. it but you're making it's almost like letting them feel like they're in control of the decision even though it's still kind of a joint thing going on the, the, so what i do what we do here is we'll say all right today you guys have to do you know so and so this is what you have to make sure you do at some point today right and it, it'll be for instance my daughter this weekend um, she had to arrange, rearrange my sneakers because I have a lot of sneakers. She had to put them in their, their bins or what have you and then, like, make sure that it was all tidy. She had the weekend to figure out when she wanted to do that, right? So I told her Friday, I was like, look, by the end of Sunday, by the time you go to bed on Sunday, this is this task needs to be completed. So I, I give her the liberty to figure out how to work time around that. And so she's good at it because she's already accustomed to how – you know, knowing that she has to get shit done. So what she did was she put it on her calendar for Sunday. She was like, this is the block of time I'm going to allocate to that. My son, on the other hand, he'll, he'll, you know, for instance, I'll be like, look, if, <laughs> if you don't, his job is to make sure that the, the t- so we have like a little kid's table in our family room. That kid's table needs to be clear and clean before you go to bed every night. I don't care when you do it, but make sure that, Either you hold everybody accountable so that they clean their own shit up, or you at the end of the you know the night you you're taking care of it. And I was like, and if not, shit's gonna get thrown out. And he's like, all right. So so th- we do it kind of in that way, but not as uh, as uh, lo- I guess logical maybe is the word as <laughs> as you described it because I I like that approach because it's more like partnership versus dictatorial. E, you, Word, you, yeah. you fell asleep. Sure, you're right. <laughs> sure you're right. <laughs> but yeah, E, what's right. new? What's new in uh, infant world? Um, let's see. So this past weekend, I had to do. Uh, I had to go to Atlanta for the Revolt uh, Summit, and it was kind of a conflicting schedule for us at home because one of the few things that my girl does outside of taking care of our daughter all day is she, she enjoys doing CrossFit. Right. And she had, um, she had planned to do a a competition. You know, she told me about a month or two out and it's with a partner. So she had someone and, and, you know, they paid to be a part of it and it was a big deal and they were kind of training for it. And this whole revolt summit, like, like life, how it is landed on the same weekend. And, you know, the, the thing is, is that being that we really don't have help, it's just us two. If she's going to do something that it's all day from early in the morning till the evening, early evening, there's only one person that could help out and take care of the baby because we really haven't initiated any kind of babysitting situation. So um, that was me. And, I, you know, I have no problem with it. And But the Revolt Summit thing landed on it. And, you know, whatever. So... F- as it started to creep up and we, and I found out that that's what was happening. And it was just a lot of behind the scenes things going on with drink champs and revolt summit, trying to figure out travel and all that. And it just turned out that, um, Nori couldn't make it. So it was just on me. Mm. And the event they definitely needed me at was on Friday. And then my girl's competition was on Saturday. Mm. So then I'm like, all right, well I have to, Get there, do the event. Like, I mean, I, I flew in on Thursday, did the event on Friday, and then I had to get a flight, and they, there was not many flights coming out of Atlanta 
to choose from. Um, I actually had to get a different airline than I usually fly and all of that. And, and it was cutting it really close. It was like, and then of course I knew that it was going to happen. The, 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 the panel that I, that I was on at the summit was kind of delayed and all this stuff, but actually the, the people props to the people from revolt. You know, I told them I have a hard out. I got to make a flight, you know, and I don't know how long and I don't know what it's going to take um, to get to the airport. And I can't chance being late because regardless, I was going to get to the airport, fly in and be back in Miami in the AM. I was going to have, and I, and originally we were going to pay a friend of ours that babysits. That's a friend of, of my girls from the gym to basically go in the morning. My girl was going to get up at five in the morning, get ready and go to the competition. And the friend was going to go with her and be, and watch our daughter while I came in, being that I came in late and was probably going to be tired, I was going to sleep in, then meet them out there at the competition, kind of refreshed, and then take over. Hmm. I called my girl while I was in Atlanta. I said, I don't think um, our daughter should leave that early if she doesn't have to. So I'm, I'm proposing that no matter what time I get in, which I was going to get in around 2 in the morning, I'm used to it. I'm used to 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, even drunk waking up and taking care of my daughter. I said, let, let, let's just thug it out. I'll take care of her. You go and do what you got to do. And then let's let her be at home and then take her midday nap. And then we both go and shoot. And it'll be less of, you know, less stress for her. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's hot. It's outside. You know, it's a lot of stuff going on. And at first, my girl was like, because ah, my girl doesn't like when you switch up plans, you know? Yeah. Even if it's a better plan, and I get it. I'm kind of the same way. When you have your your mind set on something, when you switch, you're just like, ah, is this going to screw everything up? But she thought of it, and she's like, okay, you're right. That's probably going to be better. So that's what we did. Uh, my girl went. I, I woke up, stayed with the baby. Then uh, the baby took the midday nap. Baby woke up, drove out, and it was in Wynwood, so it's a little distance. Drove out there. Boom. Made it to, to see uh, my girl and one of her heats you know it was like the second uh wad that she had to do of the day or something i think mm -hmm. saw her hung out there it was hot as hell we were gonna try to thug it out all you know till the end of the competition and then a couple hours in i told my girl i think it's a little bit too much for emmy it's too hot out here you know and i think you know it's probably best that we you know i get her back home and that uh and that she you know just I, I get her ready for for a regular night's sleep and then we both agreed, and then I left again, and my girl stayed. And my girl, congratulations to her and her partner. They they got second place out of Damn. twenty-one teams. Nice, yeah, twenty-one teams. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Which which event was that? What's the name of the? Uh... Oh man, let me. It's it was at um, CrossFit Winwood. Okay. And the I'll tell you right now what the name of the competition was. I'm wondering when I was doing CrossFit many moons ago, they used to have a Miami event, and I, I wonder if it's the same joint. It was Box Life Games, is what they called it. Mm, I don't, no, I don't think that was it. Yeah, so they, they they killed it, and you know, I, I just think that it all worked out, and it was kind of like you know we going through the motions, and it was one of the maybe it's the first time that we like successfully like managed like a situation like that, um, and definitely a learning lesson that 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 was semi successful. I would I would say. And and just for that, actually, I, I have this award that I wanted to present to you because. Oh, thanks. <laughs> is it a, is it like a merit, like a? <laughs> it's like a badge, a Boy Scout badge. It's a badge. Like I get for first one. I'm a wee below. I'm a wee below now. Yeah, Yo, you know what's funny? Like somebody that's listening to us now that may not have a kid, 
It's probably like, yo, this guy's a fucking choach. Like, why is he like, why is he even talking, telling the story? Like, this is not a big deal. Yo, dog. Yo, what you just described, deal. B? Like, I got to give you a lot of props because the easy thing to do in that scenario was like, yo, honey, you're just gonna have to not go because. I'm, I, no, it's hard for me well, not to. Rear, I know, wasn't going to do that. The easy thing was to stick to the plan, which was pay the girl to take my daughter with them mm-hmm. and me sleep in. That was actually the easier thing for me, right? Because I'm like, all right, cool. I get to sleep in, and I just whenever I get up, I'll go over there and handle business. But I realized, and this is when you're like saying, "What's best for my daughter?" Mm-hmm. You know, and also not just what's best for my daughter, but to let my girl enjoy this experience that she trained for with my daughter being there she's gonna be distracted yeah that's tough you know especially with somebody else if i'm there with my daughter she might be a little distracted but i'm there with my daughter it's not as distracting she can feel confident enough that i'm with our daughter so i think it just worked out and i told her i don't think you would have gotten second place had our daughter been there with you from eight in the morning or whatever time you were getting there in the morning because yo it was preoccupied yeah, and our daughter started having you know a little little tantrum. She wanted to walk around. The thing is all packed and crazy, and you know, and and if you didn't let her walk, she was gonna you know she was throwing little fits, and it was hot it, to the point it was so hot that I was worried. Like, like yo, is I don't think this is this is safe. It's it's that hot, you know, humid. So, so basically, she won because of you. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, coach <laughs> EFN, that <laughs> <Bat> boy fit <laughs> training. <laughs> we actually start. We actually started putting up like a big um like a big wall calendar up in our crib and and writing in like important travel dates and all that kind of stuff so that we have a clear understanding because sometimes we'll we're running into things where you know just the day escapes you i might tell her something like hey i gotta go x y and z and it might not register or she does the same with me she oh i gotta do this on this day and i forget about it and then the day comes and then we both have something scheduled you know and so um yeah we've been just uh having a a kind of a big visual calendar where we can kind of co what's the word we we need to get to that right now we (laughs) co-live co-create like a, a weekly like top of the week you know recap meeting like okay this is what the week is looking like <laughs> but i'm always putting that caveat but you know it could always <sighs> change and you know drink champs is unpredictable and you know this you know <laughs> but this is what i do know now yeah I, then, te- I, I tell you so we have the same kind of setup we have a calendar like on our on because we leave my house through the garage so on our way out we have you know very easy for everybody to see yeah but so that's one calendar. And then we have a, a shared family Google calendar that we use. That shit, gold. And it's, there's a rule in our house between my wife and I. It's like, yo, if it's not on the calendar, it's not happening. So you could tell me. I could tell you if we didn't yo, take. Your auto-tune is messing up. You don't like that shit? <laughs> no. You're freezing. <laughs> if, you, if you didn't take the time to put that shit in the, in the Google calendar, right. it, it's, it doesn't count. And that thing saves us a ton of fucking fights because th- that's the one thing. It's like it makes it seem you you, know, you kind of get this conflict going. It's like like you don't care about right. your partner's whatever they put on the calendar, but in reality, it's like yo, we just don't fucking remember. Yep. Hey, <laughs> speaking of. Uh... <laughs> yep. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> 
going back to school real quick, Manny. Um, I'm curious. School, son. So my uh, my son started a new school for first grade, and he he adjusted fine. And it, it was you know one of his friends goes there, one of his best friend goes there, and so it was a real easy transition. But I'm I'm curious because I know you moved around quite a bit in the last couple of years. What was it like for your daughter? And I don't know if your son had to experience this, but but going through new schools and moving somewhere and then having to readjust. Uh, for the parents, it was probably one of our biggest fears. Uh, for the child, it was... So I'll, I'll take you back to... So when we were moving from Miami to Cali, when I got the offer to, to work yeah. in California, um, I broke the news. So my daughter was... My, my eldest was five. Was she five? I think she was around five. And, and I said, you know, I... I Took her, took her, or sorry, I broke the news to her, like, you know, like I did to my wife. I was like, look, we had like a family meeting, call it. And I was like, look, here's what this is. We're going to be leaving. Here's what that means. Because, you know, five-year-old doesn't fucking know Cali from down the street. So I was like, <clears throat> right, right. We, we thank God for technology. We kind of broke out the, the iPad at the time and was like, look, here's where we are now. Here's where we're going. At the beginning, uh, so as soon as she internalized that information, she started like bawling because she immediately understood I can't just go to my grandmother's house. I can't just go see my cousins. So that for her, I think, was initially the hard part. But like in, I don't know, half an hour, maybe she was already like, yo, so what's California like? And then we were like, oh, you know, going through all the nice shit about California. But school-wise for her it was like an adventure and that's how she treats new situations just generally like she'll she's not necessarily one that's like excited to meet new people per se but she in she enjoys the challenge of adapting to new situations that's what we found with her so for her she went from kindergarten to first grade actually is it was the transition for her in in california and it was, I mean, it couldn't have been more perfect. And for my other kids, they never what had a, to experience it that way. Well, what about when she came from California to New York? How so, was that? Because she was older, so I would think that'd be harder on her at that point. So we, so my, it's funny. My wife, we were, we weren't necessarily thinking about leaving California. Our mind was like, we're going to be Californians. Like that's how we were thinking about it when we lived out there, and. For some reason, I, I don't know, we must have had a conversation about, like, what if. And my wife was like, if it's go- if we're doing it, if there's ever a possibility for us to do it, I think it's after third grade. And I forget what the rationale was, but she, she had, like, laser focus on a particular age and time frame. So, sure enough, that's kind of when the shit landed. And so we we left Cali, ended up back here in New York. And it was right on time as far as what my wife wanted um, if we had to make a move. And we were afraid again because we were like, all right, maybe one time. The first time was just luck. Second time around might be more serious. And what happened was actually really interesting. So we get here. It was like the school year had already begun. It was like November when we actually arrived. And 
They took her in with open arms. So that that first day experience set the tone for the rest of the you know the process. So for her, it was great. Everybody was nice. Teacher was cool. Yo, within a month, that girl she was struggling with math, and I, I, it might have been English. Like those were her two like terrible subjects back in Cali. Within a month, the grades like sh- skyrocketed. Like she was on a roll within three months of us moving back here. So. I was so to, just to prove the point, like her way of assimilating was like better than we could have anticipated. Oh, I thought you were going to attribute it to the water from New York or something. No, no actually, that's actually for the pizza. he was the one who made it. Who who made it work? <laughs> right, right. It's E. <laughs> e. Thank you, E. <laughs> You're welcome. That fat boy fit. You know that shit. That shit saves lives. Fat boy babe. fitness. Get it right, son. Dot <laughs> com. What what do you find, Kay, in Cali, right? Do you find... Does your son get homework? The fuck? <laughs> you know what? Um, at his previous school, his kindergarten school, he had homework day one. Really? And Yeah. And their, their whole thing, like, they were all about academics. I mean, he hardly had... They had maybe one recess a day. They had, um, you know... PE every two weeks, you know, that kind of thing. Like they didn't. Oh, okay. So here's kind of what it it was a, um, the school did not have a lot of money. It did not have a lot of resources. Um, you know, it wasn't like pretty by any means. Um, it was just, you know, and it was, it was sad because you just see like, damn, you know, there's a lot of schools that have a lot of resources. And then you see a school that, that, you know, they're just not getting their fair share. And really, uh, you know, the way I look at it is that's probably the one thing that they could have control of was would be the academics. They're like, well, fuck it. If we can't have X, Y, and Z, then we're going to at least double focus, down. Yeah, double down on the academics. Mm. So, yeah, he had he had homework every day since day one in kindergarten. And, um, I mean, he did all right with it. I mean, it was kind of... I think it was probably a good thing just to learn, like, okay, this is what homework is about. And, you know, there were times it definitely took him a while. In the pamphlets, it says that should only take him 15 minutes or whatever. But, you know, he might spend an hour on it because he wants to get it right or whatever. And he was doing Spanish and then the English version. So it was, you know, that kind of thing. And then in his new school, um, it's still, it's, it's a dual immersion school. Again, it's span it's Spanish. It's 90% Spanish, 10% English during the day. And, um, wow. but he has, he hasn't had homework yet. And the homework, um, is supposed to, I guess the teacher sent a note home saying that the homework is going to start on October 1st, but I'm, I'm doubtful that it's going to be an everyday type scenario oh. like it was at the other school. Now, these are school- public schools. Yeah. These are public yeah. schools. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but like this school that we're going to now, it, it's lottery, right? So, I mean, we tried three times. This is the third time we finally managed to, to make it happen. Yeah, and it was like right before the school year started and, and everything. But this school has way way more resources. It, you know, it looks nice. It's got all that stuff. But, but I mean, my, my wife was funny. She was like, damn. She's like, what? No homework? You know, thinking like, I, you know, the school looks nice, but. The academics, you know, what if I, <laughs> so, so that's, uh, that's my concern because, like, and, and we, like, you know, waiting for the bus, we talk like the parents that are waiting to um, 
send the kids off. And we're like, yo, your kid got homework? <laughs> and they're like, nah, no homework yet. And I'm like, I mean, I get it. Last year, kindergarten, okay, maybe not. But we haven't seen yeah. any yet. Yeah, I mean, I think that I'm not so stressed about it. I, I feel like they will give him homework. He's going to have many years of homework. He yeah, already for knows, real. Like, he already knows the what the flow of homework is. I'm kind of glad that he had that first year of, like, intense kind of academic environment. I mean, as far as you could go for a kindergarten. But still, it was pretty intense for yeah. a little kid, right? And um, so he already knows the drill on that one. And, um, and I think that once it kicks back in, it's fine, but, but it's crazy, man. I mean, just like, he's got two recesses, you know, he comes back and he's saying, wow, the chairs are even, you know, more comfortable. And, you know, yeah, he was, <laughs> but, um, moving but on makes, up, you know, it, it's, but it, it, it shows like, just in terms of public schools, like damn man, there's a there's a huge vast difference between a school that that has funding and a school that's you know. That's okay, not but getting... what 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 gets the funding? Like, why do they get funding? What? I don't know the inner the inner working. Like they're all public schools, so shouldn't they all equally? Yeah, you would think that school the... district like shit yeah. like district. Yeah, I think I think they have. Because again, like LA is a huge district, right? right. And then so they're going to be uh, more affluent areas, and they probably get served, uh, you know, a, a little bit more. Not probably they do. If you look just look at the quality of the schools, and then if you have if you have areas where it's uh, you know underserved and it's lower lower income and that kind of thing, it seems it always seems to be the case that those are the schools that that's crazy that, man that don't get the that don't get the you funding you would think that it that does that shouldn't be that way cuz it should be the same funding all across the board cuz it's it's kids getting taught like you shouldn't yeah i think there's you know? i think there's other aspects to it from you know like attendance seems to be a big thing for at least right. this previous school they were like hammering that back like the more that kids are absent the less money that they're going to receive from from the school well, that district makes sense. right um so there's i think there's a lot of factors involved in it and I, and i really can't pretend that i know much of it other than yeah i mean i'm sure than, yeah a lot of things a lot other of other than just seeing like oh shit you know this this school, you know, there's parents involved in doing things, but, you know, you're not depending on the parents for everything. Whereas the other school where, you know, they had less resources. I mean, if the parents weren't out, weren't there helping, you know, putting all the homework packets together, the homework wouldn't go out to the kids, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's crazy, man. Okay. Are you, keep it a buck. Are you a a PTA parent? No. I'm not. E, do you aspire to be a PTA parent? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, my, I mean, my wife was uh, my my wife did room mom last year for kindergarten, and that that, that took a lot a lot of time because again, this is a school that oh, right. seriously relied on all the parent involvement to get a lot of stuff done. And I don't think either of us realized that it was going to be like that. Um, I'll do like I, I volunteered and did some things at school. I'll volunteer and do some things at at, at school this year as well. But I'm not going to be the um, the PTA guy now. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. I, I got a letter the other day, yesterday, from the government. <laughs> yes, them too. Public enemy reference if anybody knows. 
from the PTA saying something like they're already getting like you know come 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 support or what have you. I I do support, but I don't get involved with the PTA. Just I just can't. Too much. Too much for me. Just it give them the GoFundMe. It's a lot. I, I give them props though. Like, yo, it's it's a real job. Like these these parents, they fucking go in. But if you need me to go read for like fifteen minutes, I'll do that. That's what I. That's my contribution. But I ain't read rallying. For fifteen minutes? What? Read a story to the kids? Yeah, I, I did that shit all last year. Really? Yeah, I would come in with a ninja mask. Like they loved it. They ate that shit up. Ninja mask. All yeah, right. Son. There you go. That's, that's, a, that's a full blown terrorist style. That's a <laughs> Yeah, that's really good, Manny. Fatherhood's pro tip. Wear a ninja mask. <laughs> ah, your meal. Well, it was, um, so no everybody's still sticking to euphoria? Anybody catch up? Oh man, you know what? I I might uh, just actually watch another episode tonight. I let the I let the 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 trial subscription end. He's <laughs> out of that. I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch. It. I was actually um, recommending it to somebody this week. I was, but I gave him the the disclaimer. I was like, "Yo, shit gets real. You got to be mentally prepared." But it's really well done television. All right. Actually, I had a question for you guys. Um, my so my daughter, I feel like she's actually creeping into the terrible twos era. And she gets, and I've talked about it before, but I wanted to see how you guys dealt with it. She has the craziest, like, food tantrums. She has tantrums over all kinds of things, but food is what really gets, ticks her off. Like, she needs to have it, even if she's not hungry. Hmm. It's crazy. Like, like she needs, you need to, the only way to calm her down is with, like, giving her, like, something, like a snack. Did you guys go through that? I know that some people are saying that we're actually lucky because most kids don't want to eat are picky yeah. eaters and don't want to eat where my daughter is just like the total opposite. The only thing she doesn't want to eat is maybe lettuce. <laughs> hmm. my no, el- I, didn't go, I didn't go through that at all. You didn't have that no. problem? I, my mm-hmm. eldest, she's a fat ass. Like She's a super foodie. So for her, I mean, even before I came into the picture, like my wife was always saying like, Yo, this girl's fucking out of control. Like, you got to give her something. So huh. she was always like that. But it was we would just keep feeding her, bro. <laughs> that was the. I mean, we're not gonna keep keep feeding, feeding, <laughs> feeding, feeding. feeding. <laughs> but I mean, you you like they they normalize after a while. Like I'm imagining that. I just yeah. you know like the tantrum thing is kind of. I'm like, I look at her. I'm like, really, bro? You're gonna throw a tantrum? And she throws like a. It, Ew, might, like, it, it might have more less to do with the food than more about just like she's testing her like her strength in terms of like uh voicing what she wants and getting what she wants when she wants it type thing yeah i mean i get that too like i feel like she's starting to she's in the realm now where she's understanding like you know action and reaction right and 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 you know and i like i i've we've caught her already like fake crying oh right, where she's nice. like and we like just keep looking at her and then she has like a little grin on her face and we're like this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> yo you know what's what's good usually like when they start crying try to mimic their cry oh i do it all the time i've been yeah. doing this since day one do, does like, she Wah! ever does she ever like it, it goes two ways it's either it escalates or they kind of know that they're not getting you 
and then they start laughing. If I'm holding her close and I do that and she slaps me in the face, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like I, I'm ready to react now. Next time, just drop to the floor and really start pretending you're crying and having a tantrum and see what she's talking. No, and the other thing is, if I'm not holding her, well, I mean, she doesn't. She's only smacked me like once or twice, but um, I, I'll do like the pretend crying, and she just like starts laughing at me. I'm like, yo, like, daddy, you a bitch. Can you stop? Yo, you are brutal, girl. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, like you know, sometimes. When we take her to a restaurant with us, yeah, it's like she'll just she'll wild out. Like she needs to have like we need to be keep keep feeding her. Like my my girl has a system. Like you know, like one for her, two for me. You know, like type of thing. Like <laughs> yeah. keep it moving. Keep that keep that train moving. The shit get the shit gets out of hand though. Sometimes like not in your particular case, the way you described it, but like there's parents that even without the tantrum, they're they're like it's like clockwork. Like every hour and a half, they're feeding their kid. And they don't need to be fed that often. No, and then my girl's done a good job of finding like low calorie snacks and and things that we can give her that are not gonna affect her in that kind of way. Right. But but still, my daughter's like a little glutton, man. Like she could eat, boy. I mean, she's my daughter. <laughs> Fat boy fitness. <laughs> hey, she's gonna get into that CrossFit real soon. Yeah. Well, she, we we got in the baby gym. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, gents. Fatherhood calls on my end here. All right. What do you think, Kay? I'll talk to you guys later, bro. About my ninja masking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.